0: Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Happy Apple Podcast. We have another really cool podcast coming up for you. We just uh, ended a conversation with Arion Tavares. He uh, is an MMA fighter who uh, most recently just organized the Oakland Black Lives Matter Street Mural. If you're watching the news or just staying in touch or if you're on Instagram or Twitter, uh, you'll know what the Black Lives Matter uh, Street Mural is. It was really cool talking to Arian uh, this time around. The last time that Arian and I uh, had a conversation, he was riding his skateboard through the streets of Oakland, and we were trying to get him on an interview for our uh, for the TV station that I worked for, which was uh, a, little, a little difficult because when you're skateboarding and you're trying to film yourself and you're trying to talk at the same time and you're trying to have a conversation back and forth, uh, sometimes it doesn't work. Um, so I was very fortunate to get him in a much calmer setting, sitting down and having a really cool in-depth conversation about some of the things that are going on right now. You know, going into the interview, I thought we were gonna talk a lot about the organization of the mural that's uh, in downtown Oakland and maybe touch on some protests and talk a lot about racial disparity. And we talk about those things, but we also talk about leadership, who he admires, who he looks up to, uh, how he's been staying positive through the past couple of weeks that we've been experiencing together as a country as a world actually, and uh, how he has uh, used what he's learned as an MMA fighter to help him in his life, and especially during these past couple of weeks, and it was really cool just to spend you know, 45 minutes or so with him, just talking about his life, talking about what he's learned, sharing his words of wisdom, um, he's a really well-spoken, really articulate, really smart individual, and um, it's a real pleasure to be bringing this conversation to you, so I really hope that you guys enjoy this episode of the Happy Apple Podcast, and here is Arian Tavares. The Happy Apple Podcast, the Happy Apple Podcast, with the mission to fruition, Put passionate action, the Happy Apple Podcast, the hustle is real. All right, Arion Tavares, thank you so much for joining me today, man. No problem, no problem, man. How you doing? Um, doing well. Uh, how, how are you doing? How has the past uh, couple of weeks been for you going through, you know, pandemic and all this uh, revolutionary shit, man?
1: Uh, it's been eye-opening. It's been, uh, what is the word I've, I've been using all lately? It's, uh, uh, it's been surreal, truthfully, uh, to kind of watch everything unfold and just really just see like, history in the making and then mm-hmm. have history being captured in like a snapshot too. It's been kind of crazy to see also.
0: Yeah. And what does it mean to be like a huge part of that? I mean, especially um, in our city of Oakland, you know, there's this huge movement going on where, you know, where it's black lives matter and we're putting out all this art, we're putting out all this kinds of, you know, being as positive as we can be. Um, What does it mean that to kind of organize something and then be the uh, kind of the leader of it all and see it come to fruition?
1: I mean, for me, it's been first realizing it's not about me, you know, it's Mm -hmm. been like the the biggest thing. and, And it's like, One thing i've been trying to like really tell everybody else also because i feel like i mean i am in the spotlight a little more than i'm accustomed to uh and it's one of the things where it's like it's i'm trying to make sure that it's not about me the entire reason for us even coming together and to do this movement was it was the cleanup the city first and then after that we had started painting some of the plywood and then we just had the idea to like, you know, turn that into art. And then we start reaching out to artists and then that blew up. And so it's something else. And so it's like, it's been, it's been crazy to be in the front of it, see it really, you know, grow to like, you know, just a couple pieces of art to like now we have blocks of art mm. and, you know, just see that and just get to know the people and talk to the people and really build really cool relationships, just being out at the front. So I thought it was pretty cool, but it's been very humbling. And it's uh, also challenging to kind of oversee a lot of stuff and like, trying to control a city that you can't control so it's like
0: yeah. <laughs> so definitely it's part of that i think uh like going back to the part uh what you just said you know kind of tr- control a city that you can't control um were you a part of one of the uh the first like oakland protests or uh you know were you were you out there no i mean
1: like so what happened like because uh, i didn't like i said i kind of was like cause I really didn't know what was going on at the same time. I was also like working at the same time. So it's like, I mean, I was caught up in like, you know, make sure my bills are paid. Cause again, like yeah. I, was, so I was a carpenter and I was working on, um, uh, on Broadway and 12th. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had a job in Fremont we were doing this. So that, that was my main, uh, uh, focus was just working and to make sure that my bills are paid because I'm like mm-hmm. the fact that half the world has, has is un- on unemployment at the moment and so I'm thinking okay, we well, have a job right now. Let's just keep, keep pushing forward and doing what we can for as long as we can. And so mm-hmm. that was, that was my main focus when everything hit, uh, really hit. And then so, but then I ended up getting laid off like a couple of days later and it was one of those situations like, I'm getting like, I'm back to square one, like no job, nothing's going on. I have no idea what I'm doing in my life. And I feel like it's like, I'm trying to reevaluate my career. Even that's like the best choice that I've even gone down. You know, it's like, cause right now it's like, I can't work. Half the people can't work. What's really essential? What's not essential? And uh, how are we going to like live? How are we going to like move forward? And that's, so that's kind of where my mind was a lot. So I wasn't necessarily like, out in the Mexico again. I just lost my job, and I just didn't know what I was gonna do. I didn't know I didn't know how I was gonna pay my bills. I look like, at that was something that I had start figuring out. Um, and then it was like I think the day after I went out, and it was just it was just chaos. It was one of the things. Yeah. It was just like it's it's like it's crazy when we watch all these crazy movies and all this other stuff going on. But then it's like when it's outside your door and you see what's going on, it's like this is this is surreal. Like are, is this is like Babylon or what? Like.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So what do you think the biggest, uh, like, why do you, why do you think the protest started off so kind of crazy and unpredictable to kind of where we are now?
1: Well, it's like, how are you supposed to react? I mean, it's like, when you just watch, when you watch a man die, it's like, it does something to your soul and just, Mm -hmm. just in that, you know, and it's like, especially as a black man, it's like, as a black man, it's like, that could have been me you know yeah like what are you trying to understand the check was bad like and you're gonna you're gonna kill a man because that's what you think the situation is so it's like and it's something as simple as just that like they, they thought the check was bad you know mm. and now like this guy's gonna die and so it's one of the things where it's like how i i mean like i don't know like what do, what do you do in that moment and there's certain people like you know certain people's uh uh, level or tolerance is different but it's like it could have been like you know what someone just snapped and then once one person snaps everybody's snapping and now Mm. it's like no one cares this one because obviously like they didn't care about him so why should we care about you you know and that's i feel like that's kind of how that first day kind of just like erupted and then now it's again like we're seeing that like i feel like destruction hasn't been like the best way to go about things Mm. uh per se i mean it's definitely gotten attention that definitely captured attention at the same time it's also like How do we change the narrative and move forward and not be Mm. what they assume we are, you know, and that's Mm. kind of been like, so it's like, it's like, how do you, how do you even do that? You know? And so it's like, we're just trying to keep it peaceful at the same time. We have to stand as men and, uh, come with new ideas and become more organized and and just strategize how we're going to go about, you know, being heard feel Like that's, that's kind of where we
0: are today. Yeah, definitely. Well put. Um, were you able to watch, uh, Dave Chappelle's new special?
1: No, I heard about it. I heard some good stuff about it, but again, like I like with everything going on, I I I, I have been watching TV. I try not to watch TV because uh yeah. stuff,
0: I think on TV is
1: it's not always relevant and always accurate. Mm. And so, especially with like the whole COVID thing, when everybody's behind like I feel like everybody who's watching the news stressed out. And mm. so I'm like I'm stressed out as it is. I'm not gonna add to that. I mean I. I mean, I I'll, I keep updates, but I usually get like emails on my phone, so I can look at a couple of bullet points, see what's relevant, what's going on. that I dismiss it and focus on the things I can control. I'm not gonna focus on something I have nothing, no control over. There's, it's gonna stress yourself out over it. So I've been they've been on TV
0: like no, definitely. I get that from you. I mean, you're out there, you're promoting a great, positive, you know, positive vibes and everything. You have like a little a a little Zen thing behind you, which is I think. Oh, you the Buddha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that that's not Buddha? Is that Buddha?
1: No, it's not the this, this is a different. Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, um, what is it called? I don't even know. I'm spacing it, but um, it's definitely one of those. You know.
0: So whatever. <laughs> yeah, positive zen. All good, baby. All yeah. good. <laughs> um. So how long? So um. Go, going back to like how you know you, you grew up and where you kind of found yourself in the midst of all this. Um. You used to be an MMA fighter, or you still are an MMA fighter?
1: So I, I, I am still an MMA fighter. I actually, fight for uh, uh the Dragon House of San Francisco. So shout out the Dragon House. Shout out to San Francisco. For sure. Uh, and so uh, yeah, I've been on that team for I think around two and a half years. Uh, and then I fought in, for. Uh, combat fitness and conquered for a couple years and so uh, I guess but I've been in mixed martial arts and just wrestling since like middle school I wrestled since middle school and then just coming out of that play football track all-around athlete and Mm. um, just sports and then you know of course just growing up no not really messing with the right people you're not focused on that and Mm. that's going to take you that just kind of gets you off track a little bit and then just after getting on track, graduating high school, it's kind of like, okay, I well, want we to figure out how to make some money legally and, uh, let's figure that out. And that's when I became a carpenter got into the union. And so I became a carpenter.
0: Okay. MMA to carpentry, um, yeah. to, <laughs> to, uh, you know, doing murals on the street. So are you, are you an artist? Do you, do you paint? Uh, I mean, kind of actually. So it's actually pretty funny. Cause like when
1: I, like when I first, like my first job was a painter. So we we're I was painting houses at the time, mm. you know? And so, uh. I mean, like, as far as, like, art is subjective, I guess. But, you know, because, uh, again, like, mishmarshall art is something I do. But as far as, like, art, like, I, I can sketch, but I'm not really a, a painter or artist or anything like that. Mm. But, um, but again, like, I've, I've painted plenty of houses and plenty of buildings. So. Mm. <laughs>
0: nice. So where did – how, how were you able to connect with all these different, um, you know, people who do have a history of you know painting murals and of doing you know street art and things like that
1: it was, it was pretty simple and pretty easy because again it's like when it comes down to it again like my biggest point I wanted to uh change the narrative of how black people are viewed because mm-hmm. right now like not even I feel like as much not so much but um uh, whenever th- when everything first kind of kicked off uh again like they were looking at uh black people to be being the most destructive they're destroying everything they're mm-hmm. looting they're breaking all this stuff and then some of that was true but i don't like i didn't think that depict every black person that's what everybody was doing and so we didn't we didn't like that it was one of the mm-hmm. things where it's like okay well how do you how do you change that narrative you know and then uh at the same time so you also understand like if people are angry i understand because like, obviously like you know signing petitions preaching and you know talking maybe that hasn't got anything done so maybe if we burn this building down maybe we'll get some answers mm-hmm. and i feel like they got an answer a little bit, you know, and yeah. that's, but that's that. but how do you, you don't want to continue to promote violence as the answer to all solutions because I think that's not mm-hmm. true, you know, even at MMA and mixed martial arts is one of the things they teach you is just because you, you learn how to use these weapons and you just carry these weapons everywhere and just knock people out because that's how you solve the problem but it's not, but it's, it is an outlet for your anger but it's not the most efficient way to go about things, so.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. What other things, um, I mean, I, did you start this, th- kind of uh thinking you were gonna become this you know leader of a social activist movement
1: well it's 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 kind of funny because it's like again I, i'll raise my dad to raise this very militant we always had like you know uh uh one of the situations was like i mean I, we're aware of our culture aware of the black man what that represents and uh just just we always like we always had that in our mindset like i felt like my father kind of prepped us for that a little bit and so like all my brothers are like for the most part, i feel like in some type of leadership position. Like again, I have brother's in Portland right now. They're like for, uh, forefront in the protests, or like you know mm-hmm. doing panels on the for like on the front lines, really out there. So it's like something that's like we are always been, been raised as activists, and I've always been the type of person. It's like you know someone has to be the bigger person to do that. Someone has to take that first step. Uh, someone has to do that. And you know it's it's a burden that you know not everybody can bear. But if you're willing to break, do that burden and lead these people, and you have a plan, people will follow. You know, mm-hmm. and I feel like when you think about modern leaders this day like we have some modern leaders but at the same time we need more black leaders and it's mm. the younger generation has to step up like if you notice a lot of these you know protests being put on by young individuals yeah. mm-hmm. and it's really dope to see so it's like if if you want to be a leader now's the time to step up because we need leaders to step up and you know like if we're going to change the narrative we need to change the narrative and so it has to be us to do that so that's i mean i didn't picture myself completely in a leadership position like as far as like fully activist. I mean, I've always been involved in the community of, you know, always been a volunteer. I've always done stuff like, like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had you know, I've always been an entrepreneur and so I knew I was going to be a leading at something, but I just didn't mm-hmm. know exactly what. And I feel like that's kind of like, I've been trying to find kind of that it that calling a little bit. And I feel like I fell into this, like, like yeah, I don't know how it just happened and it but it's just, it's here it is and I'm in the front of it and we're you know moving forward, you know, and it's like mm. it, I don't want to say it's been easy because that'd be that'd be a lie. I mean it's there's definitely had its challenges, but it's like I could say this these last two and a half, three weeks have made more sense than probably the last like, you know, twenty some years of my life. Yeah. You know? So that's it's crazy, it's cool. Uh which which is nuts when you, when you think about it, but it's like we you know I'm not fighting it, we're gonna go day by day We're going to you know, take the counsel of, the people that I have around me who are smarter than me or who kind of, you know, have a little more age or just wisdom and then really take that in and take everybody's criticism and really like try to, you know, take that in and then make a decision based off that so it's not just again it's not about me that's it's 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 way beyond me and then like if you can keep that in your scope or realm of what's going on I feel like it, you'll stay humble and then everything else just kind of falls into a place because once you start thinking oh me 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 it's all about oh what I I, I and so I like that's 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 yeah, greed and selfishness, it's never going to get you where you really want to go. At least if it does, you're not going to be happy with the results. So.
0: Yeah. Well, I can probably say that if you ever wanted a career in leadership or politics or something, you could definitely do it. I mean, you're very well spoken. And I mean, I'm watching, you know, one of the reasons, one the first time I saw you was because my friend went to uh, one of uh, the uh, the Black Lives Matter street mural, um, uh, the there and you were like rallying up the troop you were just like giving the speech and everyone was pumped up and you know they started as a cleaning you know just wanted to clean up and now we're doing this and this is what we have to continue to do and everyone was like for it you were getting claps um what does it feel like to have like that kind of power or influence over your community again it's
1: it's so humbling because like you have to realize because it's like when you're in a position people are following you so they're looking they're looking to follow what you say so you have to be very careful of the words mm. you use and how you're carrying yourself what you're representing at the same time it's like that's one thing i like, having an image now it's, it's so scary because like I, I feel like i can't make a mistake you know it feels mm. like you know like it's because like people are looking to you you know you have you know people are i don't say idolizing you because I feel like that's the right that's the wrong you know term to use but at the same time like you're on a pedestal now yeah. so you're you have to you have to be mindful and and, like, like, especially like,
0: dehumanize you a little bit
1: I mean it does but at the same time with a movement going on right now then you have a bunch of like you know young black individuals looking at you now you know I have a lot of people looking at me okay well there's a movement going on and we have this guy who we're looking to to not necessarily represent us but at the same time I'm representing a lot of people and so um and that again it's, it's humbling and it's one of the things like you have to like be mindful of you know who you are as an individual and mm. what's what's your, what's your role I feel like that's one of the biggest things I always easy be, because like I've know my role and I played. I've played it, you know, I stay in my lane, you know, I don't try to do something. I'm not, I'm not an artist. so I'm not going to, be to tell you what to paint or how to paint this. I can't do that. I can do a suggestion. I give you an idea of what I'd like to see uh, and what, you know, might represent us better than certain situations. And then uh, you do what you do as an artist. But again, like I'm good at rallying people, leading people and making, you know, some tough decisions. And that's, that's why I've been able to stay in the role that I've been. And people are willing to lead because again, I'm, I'm genuine also. And they can, yeah. they can tell
0: What's one of the biggest takeaways that you've had from all this? Um, I think
1: again, like seeing that community can come together through Mm -hmm. art and volunteering. You feel me? Like, and it's, I feel like the biggest thing is like how many people out there is really trying to help. They want to help. They just, they're looking for a task that they can, they can do that, you know? And some people like, some people donate money. Some people, you know, you know, repost some things. Some people will be out there. It's a lot of people, they want to be hands on. They want to be, you know, this is history in the making. I want to make sure that my, you know, not necessarily my voice is heard, but like that I am, you know, on the right side of history when all said mm-hmm. and done. And so uh, people are like, they're hundred percent behind it. And it's like, it's crazy to see people just come out and just volunteer on their own times. And it's really brought a community together when we're out there and we're all just, you know, we're all working together, we're all sweating out there. are all just putting in on the wall. So like, you know, we'll really come back and do his thing or are just kind of came up the city because we all live down here and we trying to make sure it looks good and we take pride in that you take pride like even like when you paint a big wall a white for the artist to come do his thing you take pride in that because you know you like even though you're not doing the wall itself you're not painting that mural like you helped in the start of this project that's gonna live on you know and it's mm-hmm. like it's it's surreal it's, it's it's like I mean like it again we can come together and stuff like it. literally we proved it in two and a half three weeks that we can come together as a community and fight for something bigger than ourselves we have proved it so now we have to stay consistent and continue to do it and that's kind of we're, we're, we're figuring out how to do that like how, how do you do that on a massive yeah. scale how, how can you not have a, like the world doing the same thing Because if, 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 if that was the case I mean, like we, we we live in a utopia, truthfully, you know, mm-hmm. uh, where everybody seeks to understand each other and everybody's opinions not higher than anybody else's, but we're all trying to understand each other, and I feel like we wouldn't have some of the racism, we wouldn't have some of the hatred if we, uh, that, that goes on in this world if we really seek to understand each other, so.
0: Yeah. Um, I feel like we're kind of treading in the right direction, in a way. Like, I feel like um, other things like this in the past have happened, but... You know, we haven't had, um, you know, Confederate statues and Confederate, you know, monuments, you know, being torn down. I mean, I feel like that's like, you know, positive. Like, why, why, what, what's the difference between, like, why does this feel different? Because it does feel different, right?
1: Well, it's it's now we're not we're not allowing it anymore, mm-hmm. you know. And I feel like because there's so many times where we're like, you know, you'll see some racist stuff happen or like, and you won't speak up, you know, or you'll have a racist thought and you you won't dismiss it or you won't correct yourself, you know whether it's something stupid or something you know uh, um like it just is one of the things like we know better but nobody mm-hmm. wants to talk about it or have those conversations or really feel uncomfortable with it you know uh, but i realized once you once you get past that uncomfortableness and really like open yourself up that's when you grow you grow through discomfort you mm-hmm. know people don't understand that and so how can we grow as a nation when that's stuff we haven't talked about there's just we haven't talked yeah. about this we're too uncomfortable like oh i don't want to say that word or i don't want to explain why or why I can't like i like why, why aren't you seeking to understand the situation have you ever put yourself in the situation it's like have you ever been to that side of town before do you even know what that's mm. like you know have you ever been racially profiled do you know what that's like you know do you know what it's like to, you know get pulled over by a cop and not not know if you're going to make it through that you know that that interaction you know that's it's terrifying you know uh, again like as an MMA fighter like, I'm, there's a very little that I'm afraid of you know when you go in the cage and you're going man to man it's like it's like there's very little that I'm afraid of but it's like mm. one of the things where it's like their fear crossing my heart and just my mind just my body like when I get pulled over because it's like I don't have any mm. weapon I'm he's not just gonna it's not gonna be a fair fight we're not it at the same time like and, and if and if he did know that would, would he even do even more force? so it's like it's or what I just got you know so like and it's so yeah. it's things that like you know we have to so we're realizing now and people are starting to have that uncomfortable conversation. And yeah. I feel like that's why we're having that shift. And I feel like we're more united as a nation as black people than mm-hmm. we've been in a long time, you know, and it sucks that it had to be at the, at, at, at the cost of a, of a man who didn't deserve to die truthfully. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, you know, that sucks, but here we are and we're going to move forward and we're going to, you going to make sure that, you know, he didn't die in vain, you know, yeah. and and that's that's what we're trying to do we're trying to we're trying to we know what's right we know what's wrong and a lot of people do you know and i think racism is something that's taught so let's 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 talk about this stuff Mm -hmm. you know
0: definitely um and that's one thing like i've kind of um not struggled with but i've kind of questioned with you know what is the right way for a person with racial prejudices um to kind of come back from that you know like let's i mean whether or not they know it or not and they have you know like, if they've said, you know, racist things without, you know, realizing it, how can they, you know, because, you know, we had Drew Brees last, a couple weeks ago, say, you know, like, I'm not down with that. It wasn't even like, oh, it wasn't even like racist. It was just very tone deaf and not sensitive. We just
1: saw where you stood. And it's one of the, now you're getting backlash. And then like, once you get backlash from people like you kind of respect and you kind of think it's one of the things it's like you start sending yourself like dang like damn maybe maybe i'm i am out of pocket you feel me and mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's like that's when you get to check yourself then you really start looking at the bigger situation and then you start really putting yourself in other people's shoes mm-hmm. the situation you know but it's like it, it all comes down to seek to understand and everybody's gonna have a perspective you have to respect somebody else's perspective you have to try to understand their point of view because only then will we grow as a as a people and as a nation when we really are trying to understand each other for who they are. Not just like, oh, yeah, we judge you on the way you look, or the way you carry yourself, the way your hair is, you know, what car you drive, you know, what house you live in, where you like, what school you go to, you know, what, what neighborhood you know you're from. And some of the things like we're even just as, as a community, we do that to each other. And we need to stop that because mm-hmm. once we do that, it's like we, we put each other in a box, you know. Yeah just keep keep putting everything in boxes and boxes and boxes and now we have these boxes and containers of all kinds of stuff that really doesn't matter you know mm-hmm. and it's it's stupidity if you truly think about it
0: yeah um are you okay are you down with uh police and city officials taking a knee with protesters right now I mean
1: to me it's like I mean you can do that I guess but at the same time uh-huh. like that's like I mean I'm glad that it, it does show that we have certain police that aren't you know necessarily at least from what it seems like they're trying to show that they're not you know trying to be confrontational. they are they they're showing respect that's cool and all but at the same time that's not like that's still not what we're asking for <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like okay. so when we you see
0: it like when you see that do you do you say like do you say like no like not now is not because i talked to um eric jordan last week who's a radio host at kpfa hosts his own podcast do Brags and uh conversations and he was just kind of like look like that's not like now's not the time for you guys to take a knee with like with with us you're you know you're not one of us are you that you know um like that you take that stance on i'm
1: like my thing is i mean as people people are people you know and if you if you Mm -hmm. if you're now learning from your mistake and you're now trying to you know Figure this out. I mean, that's fine. Take a knee. I mean, that's, uh, I'd rather have you on our side than not on our side. Mm -hmm. Truthfully, at the same time, we still want the end of police brutality. You know, that's what we want. We want, you know, better, you know, funding for the schools. And we want to make sure that money that's going to them can go to, like, you know, parts of, you know, the city or the country that could truly use that, you know, and Mm -hmm. really, like, you know, uh, share the resources better and not just, you know, put all that money into beating up black people. Cause that's Mm -hmm. exactly what you guys are funding. So it's like, yeah. uh, and it's, I mean, like, so, sure, if you want to take a knee, by all means, do, do what you want to do, that's fine. But at the same time, you need to have those conversations with your peers and call that shit. You know, mm-hmm. if you see something that's going on, don't just turn off your radio camera, stay silent. Okay, yeah, you want to take a knee. If you see somebody, you know, getting wrongfully arrested or, you know, racial profiled and pulled over and you know, like, dude, okay, that's kind of out of pocket. You need to do that. that wasn't even necessary, you feel me? Like, say something, you know? Um, but at the same time, like, we want the end of police brutality and we were trying to defund the police and that's what we want so.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um. So, like, as as a black man and an MMA fighter, um, I mean, how is it? Is it tough for you to avoid the prejudice of being typecasted as you know the angry black man? in that way I mean uh, but I am an angry black man you know I'm, okay. always, I'm always
1: gonna be an angry black man but it's like and it's like and it's, it's, you learn to live with that and that's what I mm. think it, it comes down to like having an outlet for that aggression again. that's why mm. the, the painting thing took off because it was an outlet for aggression mm-hmm. and people they had something to say and they did it they spoke it out they, it's mm. all in the streets that's on Oakland you feel me so like it worked you know and so the same thing with like aggression like I mean like I know like before I really had MMA as like you know uh, a vessel for my aggression again I, I feel like I was a lot angrier than I am now Mm-hmm. Now, like, I don't really, and I truly really don't care what people think about me. Mm-hmm. I got to the point where like, again, I'm a professional athlete. You know, I, again, I, you know, I, I fight, I'm good at what I do. You know, I'm smart mm-hmm. and as like, I mean, like, I don't need to prove myself to anybody. I don't, you know, uh, I, I know who I am as a person. And then once again, like that's what I feel like the biggest thing is I feel like a lot of this comes from insecurities. You know, mm-hmm. they care about what he say, she sort or what they said. I'm like, okay, well, once you know who you, who you are as a person, you can't be broken. You can't be, you know your values. You know, you're not going to bend any, to anybody's will because you know what you stand for. That's why I can be out there in Oakland. I know what I stand for. That's why I'm out there every day doing this because I know what I represent. I know who I am as a man, and I know you can't tell me different.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. So you grew up uh, in several different cities. We are talking a little bit about this earlier. You were born in Oregon, lived in Wisconsin.
1: So I was born in Las Vegas. Uh, That's right. And we lived in Wisconsin for a couple of years. We were out there and we moved to Oregon, stayed out there for a couple of years. I, you know, went to high school out there and then I moved out to California with like my ex-girlfriend. And then I've been like, kind of like, working and bouncing around just you know construction you know you know just just doing my thing out in california and so Mm -hmm. like and then like with the whole fighting thing that kind of like you know that 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 took a spin on itself kind of like kind of where my kind of life went a little bit because again like i hadn't planned on it really started fighting me then it's just like again it just kind of came up and then just having an outlet for something to do and hobbies and then Mm -hmm. uh, i ended up being better at it than i thought and then you know we're talking about you know pro fights coming up and let's go for some titles and let's really Mm -hmm. take a run at this thing and so it's like Uh, so that that, that's been crazy but then it's like I think I had like two fights set up right before the whole COVID thing hit and then we had to cancel the fights you know uh, the Dragon House they had a promotion that they were going to do we had to cancel that promotion I know I I was trying to balance that and modeling too and then we Mm -hmm. had to cancel all the because I know we had I think like LA Fashion Week it just came up San Francisco Fashion Week had just passed Uh, and so we had a lot of stuff that we had had a lot of stuff kind of going yeah
0: dude you're a man of many talents Modeling, well it's like one, one thing i've realized
1: is like I've up, it's early it's like okay so like if you only have one trick and that trick doesn't work then what yeah mm. or the more you know the more knowledge you really can have and the more knowledge yeah. you have to share you know yeah uh, and it just keeps you busy it keeps you grounded it keeps you humble because like the more you know you realize you don't know nothing at all so you mm. can you just you know search for that knowledge
0: yeah definitely um um my uh i wanted to go back to you know you living in different cities because i wanted to know if you had experienced uh racial discrimination in each one of those cities before
1: oh i mean like honestly like i feel like uh i've definitely i've, I've been dealing with racial discrimination like my entire life truthfully uh, mm-hmm. uh definitely a lot the most probably was in oregon i feel like the biggest one for me was when I uh, I was in Florida for, I think, a week and a half or two weeks, something like that. And I was dating a, a white girl at the time. Mm. And we're down there, you know, seeing her family, and that was the first time i have been to Florida. And uh, we went to like a basketball game where it was like a, like, a, like a high school basketball, something like that out there, one of her cousins or something like that. And uh, I remember we were walking in, we were walking in the gymnasium, and it was uh, me and her, we were holding hands. And like, I I, I kind of peeped that she didn't, but, like, as we're walking across, you know, to the uh, the, the bleachers for the away team, right, I had watched like, the entire crowd, like, stare at us as we walked by. And I had never seen racism to that magnitude, you know. I've, I've seen, like, you walk in the store, some people look at you, oh, or you walk by them, you know, they walk a little further, they lock their door, and it's like, again, I've had stuff like that happen, but, like, it was never, like, everybody in this gymnasium is in disapproval with this right now, and that was crazy yeah. to me. I would never seen racism to that magnitude, especially living on the West coast. Most of my entire yeah. life, it, it, it was nuts to see. And it's just like, how I'm are sure you feel too,
0: are, like, feel like you don't know, deserve you love feel, or you, you guys. Know when, yeah. people
1: are, when people are just like looking at you, even if you're not seeing them, you can feel the eyes. And so yeah. I like, have like, like eyes on you. And it's like, it's, I'm, I was like, how are, how, how is this many people this ignorant? is mm. what's my question like so how do we get past something like that and it's, it's something that's taught and i feel like you have to you have to change that and i feel like that starts with the school system truthfully. and then like and yeah. like like if you if you've never traveled if you've never you know left your little city you, you're only going to know what that city is offering but you'll mm. never know more than that until you actually left and talked to different people
0: mm. Was that the most powerful um, time that you felt racially discriminated against was when in Florida, when you were dating a white girl? I, that, that was,
1: that was, that was the, that was the biggest, truthfully. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know I get like, it's, it, it varies truthfully. Cause there's time where it's like, you know, um, I'll get it just like, you know, again, going to the store, you know, or just, you know, get, go like, give me grab and take out or something like that. Go up in there and they kind of look at me like, oh, you ordered that food or oh, like, why are you here? Why do you know this there? And like, and it is just one of those things that it's like, it's, it's it it's sometimes it's small sometimes it's big sometimes i'll be walking on the street and you know someone drives by they'll yo yell out racial slurs to me and so it's like i mean like there's wow. it, it, it there's 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 been multiple different things you know i mean i've had people follow me in, in a grocery store and literally saying oh i'm stealing and i'm like what are you talking about my hands been in my pocket the entire time and had me turn on my pockets while i was mm. in the store I'm like yo like are you serious like like and then just leave the store with like you know like knowing well i mean i have a job i work for everything i have and it's like it's so I mean like there's there's I mean there's been countless things you know yeah uh, but that, like, that was that was the biggest for me uh, to 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 really see.
0: Were you ever, did you ever have to have a conversation with your parents about how to be black, how to be a black man in America? No,
1: I mean, like, it's, it's one thing, like, me and my, me and my dad, we've all, we've gone over that, and there's, like, in my brothers, we've talked about this conversation, and it's one of the things where it's like, you know, people are going to judge you regardless. That's, mm. that's, you know, that's, again, like, because then I, I grew up with my four brothers, you know, and so it's like, if we have four black, big black guys, so, mm. so it's one of the things, <laughs> and so it's like, people that, like, where, where we go, they're looking at us, they know us, you know, it's like, mm. we're, we're, you know, and so, we were, we were raised with that already in our mind and you know it's, it's how, how you carry yourself is everything how you speak and how you talk is, it's everything you know um and part of it's a, it's a it's kind of a game you have to play you know i realized okay like well if you want to reach some type of success you, have, you kind of have to play this game a little bit mm-hmm. and then as i got older i realized okay this is not a game that i want to play because the game's not fair it's not rigged to, to me yeah. so let's, yeah. let's kind of figure out how well what, what, what can i learn from the people who had success and how can i do it my own way and that's mm. what we're trying to incorporate now. Who do you learn from then? Uh, I study people like John Maxwell, which is like one of the greatest leaders. Mm. Like, like, you know, just because, again, he studies leadership consistently. He has probably more books out than anybody else. So when it comes to leadership, I'm studying John Maxwell easily. Um, again, of course, you look to, you know, Malcolm X, you look to Martin Luther King, mm. you look to Tupac, you know, you look to like a lot, a lot of like guys like that. Because, again, like when you think of like powerful back figures, that that's what it's been it's more more artist basketball like that's kind of been our leaders like living and speaking for our generation that's what it's been mm-hmm. you feel me and so that's kind of who i've been looking to i try to study these people and try to like mimic kind of like their character mm-hmm. or their anything else you know uh, i don't want to be them i don't want to you know be known like them like that But at the same time like the people the reason why we know who they are is because their character it's something that everybody valued and everybody can get behind and, mm. and really say, like, yeah, he was a solid individual through and through, no matter what the situation was.
0: Mm. Cool, man. What do you, uh, so what do you do these days to try to stay positive? Because I know there's a lot of terrible shit out there right now. I mean, I'm there, always
1: an I'm I'm optimistic person. It doesn't matter what the situation I will always be positive or negative because, like, there's too much negative in the world already. Why would I add to that? You know, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna feed into that again. Like, I've I've been homeless before. I've been like, you know, I've been broke. Mm-hmm. I've been like, again, like, so when you've been to the bottom, it's like, again, like, the fact that I'm still living and breathing. I'm homies that didn't make it to 21. You feel me? I, you know, I like mm-hmm. there's so so it's like when you look at like like that's like the one thing I hate when people are like, oh my God, I turned 30. I turned like I'm like you were alive and breathing. Of, you know, like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got homies that didn't make it to like you know like so it's like yeah. It, you have to be you have to be positive through and through life is life is crazy life is scary i don't care what anybody else says i mean life is like life is nuts and it happens so quickly and it and it's just like and it's it's unfair it's such a like it's 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 when you think about all the negatives really going on how many people die on a daily basis you know like uh human trafficking all the shit that's really going on that nobody's talking about there's a lot of shit going on and it's like you have to be positive because if not, yeah. you're gonna get you're gonna get depressed on what's really going on. If you're really paying attention to what's going on, you're gonna be depressed if you're not positive.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you have any like uh, mantras or quotes that you sometimes go do to help yourself get through some shit?
1: Uh, my uh, the one I've been living with the most has been uh, don't talk about it, be about it. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's one of the reasons, and that's kind of where we've gotten this far. It's like, you know, anybody can say anything, anybody can criticize anybody, but like, who's actually out there doing the work and mm-hmm. who's going to remember, that's what uh, people are going to remember. You is your work ethic and how you made them feel and what you taught them. So like, what do you like? Again, like, that's what it's all about. Leadership is, is being key for me because it's all about being the best example I can be. And in order to do that, I'll be the best person that I can be. And then hopefully people follow my example to
0: do just that. Nice, man. Um, so what's, uh, what's next for the, uh, your cause right now? What, what do you guys got going on? Uh, well, right
1: now we are finishing up the last mural that's on, uh, 14th and Bryant, I'm not Bryant, but Broadway.
0: We're finishing, mm-hmm. we're like, that, I think that's probably a couple
1: days out to be completed. Once we finish that, that'll be pretty much it for the downtown location. Um, we're still like, there's still conversations had to what's going to happen when the art comes down. Cause I know we're opening up in a couple areas. Um, uh, mm-hmm. so we're trying to figure out how to go about that situation. But then what do we do with the art? Uh, then how do we proceed and then like what cities we might go next or there's a certain you know business we might uh, go for next or do we have a specific spot i mean i have an idea for the next you know uh, uh, um, mural but at the same time it's kind of like right now like, there's so many questions like we I, I i'm not necessarily like i mean i'm worried about that and that's the things gonna work right now let's finish a project before we start an entire new one Is what Mm -hmm. I'm trying to say And that's kind of We're like We're right there We're a couple days out So hopefully by the Time we get this last one finished We'll have a little more answers So when people ask questions Like yo What's going on I'm like yo This is exactly what's going on I don't want to like Start telling people a situation And then not The accurate information So Mm -hmm,
0: For sure Um, I know that we're a long long way From you know You You know You not being here Me not being here Hopefully You know But what Do you hope that You know This chapter in your life How does it contribute To the legacy That you want to leave
1: Oh, cause because like, it's, it's crazy. Cause like, I mean, I was, I was talking to the other day, cause we had uh, a bunch of students out there painting the mural. And I think that was like, that was the craziest thing to me is to be like, we have high school students, we have college students, we have teachers, we have black, white, mm. Mexican, we have everybody together for one cause, you know? And I was, that was nuts to see. And I was like, and I started thinking about that. I was like, you know what? Like everybody that's painting this mural, I guarantee you they'll be friends for the rest of their lives uh-huh. you know? And it's like, well, shit like that. And it's like the fact that I could say that I had a hand in that happening, mm. I had a hand change in this community I've had a hand in, like and it's like it's nuts but it's so humbling it's so so humbling um and it's it's I'm, I'm just like I mean I like it's definitely gonna outlive me I mean like the murals mm. we put up there I mean like as long long we preserve them, we get them on right, like and then they're definitely outlive me you know and I think that's that'd be awesome to have my kids be able to say like you know like hey you know my dad had a hand in you know history this is where where he left his mm. mark you know uh and not and not just me because it's it's we a lot of people are leaving their mark which is sick so it's not just like again it's not about me i like the fact that i, I can say that i've had and then have at least 20 people that would say they had a, a hand in history being left here you know so again and that, like it's a community so it's, it's 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 much bigger than us it's much bigger than what uh, what we thought it's going to be again that's why it's taken it off the way it is because it's it's much bigger than us you know
0: amazing man um arian Tavares. really appreciate you man Um, thank you for everything that you're doing. Uh, if people want to check you out or uh, want to get to know you or what you're about more, uh, how can they? how can they do that?
1: Uh, the best way is going to be on Instagram. It's going to be, uh, the happy kid, uh, that's T H E underscore H Y P H Y underscore K I D. Uh, so that's kind of the main thing we're doing right now. Uh, we'll probably transition to like another page or something like that. And kind of when we get a little up more running, but right now, as far as if you have any questions or like that, just reach out to me there that's the best place. Um, and then just, yeah, I think that'd be, that'd be it, man.
0: Awesome. Well, appreciate you, man. Uh, stay positive. Let's talk soon. Uh, it's it's great talking to you like this. The last time we talked to you, you were riding on a skateboard and yeah, we were trying, we were trying try to get, to get, get you, you on TV. We were trying to do an interview with you. Well,
1: cause it was like, I didn't even know what was going on. Cause like, I know like, we kind of talked about the interview a little bit, but then like I was kind of like, okay, well, was said, okay, I'm gonna call you and, like 15 minutes. Like, okay, perfect. And then so like I had another call. And I was like, oh, we need material over here. So I'm like, okay, so I just dropped off some material. And, <laughs> yeah. and then it was like, oh, we
0: have interviews. Like, oh, snap. Like, no, then you're you like were the like, mayor's over here. Like, let's over. get the you mayor know, going. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, cool, man. Let's just get going. Let's do it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, but great to sit down with you, dude. Hopefully we can uh, get together in person, and uh, I would love to be a part of whatever you have going on next, man. Anything to make the world a better place. Uh Thank you for doing this. You're amazing, dude. What well, very well spoken. Super intelligent. And uh, let me know when your next fight is. I'd love to come one of those if we get this yeah, thing going. Um, to... so,
1: again, like soon as like, again, like, soon as they like, open everything up, I'm like, i definitely would love to get back in the cage and really just like you know, just do that because again, it's 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 an amazing feeling to be out there and really get, you get to tap into that uh, you alpha. You get to tap into it that mm-hmm. at that moment. And it's like one of the reasons why I feel like I can stay positive, I can stay calm because like you're trained to be like that. You know, but you got to realize like you have adrenaline rushing for like say if you're a professional fighter, that's 15 minutes of fighting. So your adrenaline is going for it. So you have to train your mind and your body for 15 minutes of pure adrenaline, you know? Mm. And so when you think about that, one that's happening, like think about how fast your brain's working and what's, what's, what's clicking on different circuits and how, how fast your intuition, you know, like that's there. And so it's like, if you can translate that into like just normal day living. It,
0: it it it's it's incredible. Like, <laughs> yeah, I could never do that. That's why I'm not fired. fire. My brain can. be well, like I don't,
1: I, don't, I don't believe that. It's like everybody can do it. It's one of those things where, like you know, it's 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 step by step process, and really just like believing in yourself and knowing that you can do it. Once you like, again, I've been wrestling and competing my entire life, so like it's one. of, And I love a challenge. I'm not afraid to step out and do that. And it's one of the things where, like, once you get comfortable, you know your ability. It's you can you can pretty much do it. I I can, I'm confident because like it's just self defense in itself. Everybody
0: needs to know this. So. Mm-hmm um once the pandemic is over besides fighting what's the one thing that you're looking forward to doing
1: uh honestly i mean like i, I really want to see where this is going to take us and again like I, I would love to start some more nonprofits. i'd love to like just okay. really start a school and start doing mm-hmm. something that's going to get like i want to do something that's going to impact this world beyond me and really be like you know what kids kids are better off because we set up the school system or we set up the funding for this this art and crafts and stuff like that you know Teach kids trades because I feel like trades are dying, but it's like it's such a good way to make money and like it's it's super pivotal and it makes the world go round to know a trade. But where are they teaching trades these days? You know, so it's like, um, and I, I would love to bring stuff like that back because uh, I feel like that's gonna be uh, huge and so. But like, uh, probably just events or organizing, you know, stuff like that. Just I'll be I'll be in the mix somewhere doing something positive. So, oh yeah, like, for sure. <laughs>
0: that's why we'll keep in touch, man. That's why we'll keep in touch.
1: No hundred percent,
0: hundred percent. Awesome, man! Thank you so much for doing this. Appreciate you. No problem, bro. So there you go, that was Arion Tavares. He was the organizer of the Black Lives Matter Street Mural. Uh, thank you so much, Arion, for taking the time to do this, for having the conversation. Um, really appreciate everything that you're doing, man. Uh, and thank you, listeners, for being able to uh, listen to this. And if you stayed for the whole thing, we really appreciate it. Again, if uh, you're interested in Arion's work or you want to see what he's about or check out some of the modeling or some of his MMA fights that we talked about a little bit, uh, go ahead and check him out on his Instagram, uh, the kid, which is the underscore hyphy underscore kid. Um message him, he's really open, Uh, I just reached out to him, that's how I got involved, got him involved with this podcast, but really cool dude, Uh, really, really uh, got some bright things, bright things happening for that guy, but uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Happy Apple Podcast, and we are hopefully going to be coming to you very, very shortly, so stay safe, uh, stay positive, and we'll talk to you soon.